yeah, that can only mean one thing, and that is that uh, Northfield's public librarian and other things, among other things, <laughs> job duties, uh, Natalie Draper is joining us. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Jeff. Yeah, thank you so much for that uh, long walk to the KYMN studios from <laughs> across the street. <laughs> yeah, a couple of trips, but uh, uh, all going to be worth it. Uh, we've got, it's going to be a library love day here yeah. on KYMN because coming up, uh, one of the big things you have is uh, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month yes. that's coming up. Uh, and it'll be kicked off with a big celebration here. Uh, Angelica Linder uh, will be in talking with Paula at great length about that and some other things as yeah. well. But so we will leave that uh, leave that to them. But boy, it's September already. The summer is gone. It's hard to believe that it's like yeah, it's hard to comprehend. I had to wear my little pumpkins today because it's officially the beginning of spooky season, <laughs> September first. So I start that's, Halloween that's a, early. That's a two month season. Yes, wow, oh, yes. I, well, and I it might extend idea. past. So we'll see. Well, I did uh, get on the book bandwagon. Hey. I didn't sign up for anything. <laughs> But I did read uh, several books okay. <laughs> in August, July and August. So Anything stand out? Well, we have uh, a guy that uh, has a show here, John Olson, National okay. Security This Week. John have, has written uh, well, 15 books or so by now, but his new one's a five-part series. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, J.R. Olson and uh, Bruns. Uh, I can't think of the uh, his, uh, John Bruns. Uh, I'm not sure of the other guy's name. Okay. His last name is Bruns. But uh, anyway, so national security spy type stuff, thriller Ooh, novels. And, yeah, okay. read, read that. Uh, read that. That was a big highlight. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk about the library. You yeah. brought books with brought you, the, with the visual aid, oh, and I I never seen those. I never run out of a visual aid. Um, so these are new to us. They've been around for a little while, but they're they're pretty great. They're called very short introductions, and they are. I mean, you can you know see for the describe them for the folks at home. They're you know about a maybe a half quarter of an inch thick. They're small books. Mm -hmm. And they are, they are truly very short introductions to just about everything. Yeah, they're maybe five by seven or so, or something yeah. like that. Not so. real big, but well, boy, just the wide I mean, the ones you brought with you. <laughs> right. So here we have, well, let me ask a question. Have you ever thought to yourself, I would like to know a little bit about a lot of things? <laughs> so we have just a sampling. We have about 400 of these at the library in a special rack, like right when you walk up the stairs. But I have lakes, a very short introduction to lakes, a very short introduction to fascism. That could be longer. A very short introduction to smell and a very <laughs> short introduction to Heidegger. Oh, wow. So you've got people, you've got uh, sensories, you oh, have yeah. philosophies and, and theories of government. And, and things. All yeah, kinds of stuff um, there. pretty much everything you can think of. Now, these are all written by leading scholars in their field. They are published by Oxford University Press, so they do have British spellings. So just mm -hmm. a heads up, if you're looking for a very short introduction to humor... Is H U M O U R just to be prepared. Now, how many of those books do you have? Is there like a whole set? There's or? quite a few. We didn't. We don't have every single one that they've put out. There's, I think, maybe a couple thousand. We have we have a sampling of high interest titles. But if there's something that's missing that people want. You can let us know, and it's probably something we can add. So right. we're always open to suggestions on Good that. to know. I'm going to check that Thanks out. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to go over we're there and go check, check it out. out. Yes. <laughs> that is <laughs> sold. <laughs> so other new things coming um, on the 5th, so right after Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, goodness, what, <laughs> what this is, hotspots <laughs> will be ready to check out. So we have several wireless hotspots that we've gotten through a grant. There will be laptops available, but they were not quite ready yet. 
Um, those will all be ready to check out, you know, in the beginning of September. Eventually, once the Library Oasis at the um, NCRC opens, they'll live there, but they'll be available to people to um, to check out from either mm-hmm. location. Oh, that's a very good thing. You know, yeah. we were talking before we went on the air, and Rich did a story on this yesterday, how the library, I want to say it's changing, it's evolving. I wouldn't really say changing, but there's you're continual, uh, continually striving to be uh, – uh, modern and relevant, uh, especially in the technology department. I think libraries have always had a role in bridging the digital divide. I just, I think like where we see, it seems like it's much more is because the digital divide has gotten so wide, right? That technology, the faster it seems to move, the more there are people who just don't have access to sort of the basic tools mm-hmm. to be able to participate fully and to understand what's emerging, to um, improve their skills for the workforce to protect themselves from scams. So libraries really occupy the space where we have the ability to, we're not really early adopters, but we're usually very aware of trends in technology and what we need to bring in to make sure that the entire community has access to what they need. So really where public libraries came from in, in you know in the United States was this idea that people needed access to um, the tools to better themselves. To mm-hmm. sort of pull yourself up by your bootstraps, <laughs> so to speak. So, um, <laughs> so, and we've we've always provided access to information and the tools that people need to improve their lives, to live their fullest lives, and that. Um, and with technology, it just we all need, I think, a little bit of extra help in understanding, you know, the role that AI is going mm-hmm. to play in our lives and how to. Recognize and it. <laughs> there are people of a, a certain age group, <laughs> which I may or may not be among, <laughs> that uh, you know didn't really grow up with this uh, right. technology in the way that they're growing up with it now. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff is kind of uh, baffling and frustrating. And uh, the library can help you out. That's so right. I mean, one go. of our really popular programs lately, we've been doing at Fifty North, is cutting the cord. So um, Tyler has been speaking to a group there about like how to embrace streaming services, mm-hmm. right? If, if that's something that they're looking to do and just the ins and outs of getting, getting started with that. So you think about like, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, good stuff. What else we have going on in the library? Well, I mentioned last month that we brought in this great collection of Vox books, right? Remember I played the little snippet for everybody yep. and boy, they were so popular. <laughs> they were gone like the first week. So if you come in looking for them and you don't see them, talk to staff. <laughs> We're happy to help you put a hold of them if you can't find them. Um, you can search for them in the catalog. But uh, if you just wanted to come in and browse... They they may not actually be there, but we're working on adding some more to the collection to meet demand. All right. And we're also adding some more Roku boxes to meet demand. There's been a pretty steady list of holds on those, speaking of streaming services, actually, mm-hmm. um, since we added them in the collection. And we know that folks want to be able to keep up with their fall shows. So um, we're adding several more. And they'll probably be split up so that you can just check out, like, the Netflix box instead mm-hmm. of getting the one with, that has all of the services on it just so that people have an easier time of picking what they actually want. So we'll have more of those available for people. Oh, no. Yeah, that was I, really popular. I am one of those old guys who have no idea what you're talking about. 
That's okay. I've seen that word though on my television Roku. set. Yeah. So a Roku, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like, sort of it's like we're like um, Chromecast or Fire Stick or something. It's one of these devices that allows you to connect all of your streaming services to a TV. All right. Um, and so a lot of folks have the ability to plug like a USB into their television, and then they can tap into all of these different services. So <laughs> yeah, I actually cut the cord like years ago. <laughs> I don't know how the whole thing works, but I can flip on the TV. <laughs> Natalie Draper, Northfield's public uh, librarian, is uh, with us, director of library services. And is it not technology? What's the other thing? No, I don't do that. No, I'm not the IT director. Yeah. No, that was uh, my... But Teresa Jensen had oh, that sure. title. Don't you have another title? I, I am the staff liaison to the Arts and Culture Commission. Oh, I work well, with the go. public art program All right. here, which is a blast. Good to hear. Yes. We're talking about <laughs> some of the things that are going on, once again, this month uh, at the uh, the Northfield Public Library. What else do you have? I have breaking news. Breaking news. I don't news. know that this Good. has been reported yet. Um, the Friends of the Library met their fundraising goal for the Library Oasis. Yay! <laughs> yep, we had a hundred thousand dollar goal to get it fully fully built out, and we were kind of building it as we were fundraising. So now that we've met the goal, um, we can roll it out. It should be basically on schedule toward the end of September um, for a soft opening. All that's right, our, that's our hope. and that's going to be uh, in the NCRC. Is that second floor? It's the first floor. First floor. Um, it's okay. actually it's the link space between Head Start Wing. Um, or the youth wing and the CAC entrance. Okay. So it's kind of just right in the middle. If you come in the CAC entrance or Head Start, you'll find us if you come down the hall. Um, there's a nice big patio that's been uh, that's been done up. Um, we're getting the remote locker so people can pick up their holds outside 24 hours a day. Um, right out front of the CAC, that'll be delivered and installed on September 18th. So mm-hmm. we'll be able to, to share with folks when they can actually start having their holds sent there. But it'll be like another location where you can choose to have your holds delivered. So if it's more convenient to pick them up on that side of town and at 2 o'clock in the morning, we got you. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, and I have to put in a huge plug for the friends because we have the best friends here in Northfield, the friends of the library. That's, um, yeah, that's a big announcement. That's big news. Yeah. And really it's going to be a, a very important service to uh, people of Northfield, especially who live on the uh, south side down mm-hmm. there. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Next up. Next up for me. <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a screening um, coming up on September 20th at 6 p.m. We join forces with Rotary, Rice County United Way, and Northfield Public Schools to screen The Right to Read. And this film shares the stories of an activist, a teacher, and two American families who fight to provide our, long, our youngest generation with the most foundational indicator of lifelong success, the ability to read. When a child can't read, their chances of incarceration, homelessness, and unemployment increase. And this documentary was produced by none other than LeVar Burton, the king of reading. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, he's been involved with children's programming for... Yeah. A lot of years, yes, many, yes. many years. Yes, I grew up with him and as a kind of a hero of mine. So, but join us on the the twentieth at six for a screening at the library, followed by a Q and A with Superintendent of Schools Matt Hillman. Um, grateful to him for taking part in this too. Um, this, um, yeah, that I think that's all I actually had to say about that. That was Rotary, Rice County, United Way, Northfield Public Schools. We teamed up to right. just to bring this film to you. So, Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. And then I have one thing for to tell folks to put on their calendar for October. Of course, I will talk about this again, but this is really exciting. 
Um, we partnered up with Carleton College to bring Joe Rainey to the Wyatt Center in October. Joe Rainey is a powwow singer. He is... He takes it to like this whole other level. He's an incredible performing artist, um, visual artist, and musician. Um, he demonstrates his command of the powwow style, descending from indigenous singing that's been heard across the waters of what is now called Minnesota for centuries. Rainey grew up a uh, Red Lake Ojibwe in Minneapolis, a city with one of the largest and proudest Native American populations in the country. So this concert will be in the Kraken Performance Hall, which is gorgeous, and the acoustics in there are outstanding. So it should be an amazing performance. Um, it is free and open to the public. That is October 20th at 7. Wow, that's so impressive. What, to uh, what uh, is the guy's name again? Joe Rainey. Joe yep. Rainey. You can okay, look his I'll stuff to... up online. Yeah, I have um, to do that. Come on, everybody come. It's open to the public. It's free and fantastic. It will literally knock your socks off. Like, I mean, bring a spare <laughs> pair of socks with you because it's so good. Like, we heard him, we heard him online. We were looking for different performers to bring in this year and he was a little bit too big for this to mm-hmm. the library and so we reached out to carlton to see if they'd be interested in in joining up and and hosting and and they were totally interested of course because once you see it, it's like oh my goodness well so i'm really excited good stuff yeah, yeah. bring yeah. you bring an expert maybe bring you can get maybe you can wear those socks that, socks that have this before. string that kind of go through your pants like <laughs> like mittens do for kids Whoop, there go my socks <laughs> <laughs> just see like a merchandising opportunity to actually hand there out socks at the door. <laughs> All right, Natalie, will you be uh, sitting in with uh, Angelica and or is she go flying solo? She is solo because I have coffee and conversation, which oh, you are yeah. also welcome to join me with uh, for at nine o'clock at the library. So come on out and but stay tuned for Angelica and then come have coffee with me. Sounds good. All right, <laughs> thank you, Natalie. Natalie Draper, once again, Northfield's Director of Library Services.